Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to figure out how long things will take. This way, you can make wise choices about how to plan your life. I decided to do an episode on this topic after getting a note from Before Breakfast listener Zoe, who has learned how useful time estimates can be. Zoe wrote in that, I once heard a rule that if a task takes under five minutes, don't add it to your to-do list, just do it. She says that, I lived by this for quite a while, but found that it didn't always work. For example, when I'm grocery shopping and I randomly remember that I need to reschedule an appointment, I wasn't going to call the office in the middle of the cereal aisle. So I adapted the rule just a bit. She says that, my trick is that when I write things on my to-do list, I include a time estimate in minutes next to the task. Then, when I am ready to tackle my to-do list and I become overwhelmed by the length and don't know where to start, I knock off the tasks that are under five minutes first. This boosts my motivation because I can cross off some quick wins and my list is already shorter. She also says that the other benefit of the time estimate is that when I have free time, I can pick which task fits the time frame I have. I think that this idea of including time estimates on a to-do list is wise. In general, having an accurate sense of how long things will take is what separates time management masters from everyone else. It is a very useful skill. I also know that it is a rare skill. Time estimation is really, really hard. It's challenging for a number of reasons. Sometimes people are just oblivious. There are people who think it takes 30 minutes to get to work, even though it takes 45 minutes every day and has for the past week. I don't know. Maybe the last five days have all been atypical. Maybe in this person's fantasy world, no one else should be on the road at 8 a.m. In any case, the estimate is wildly optimistic. Other times, we're dealing with complex or highly variable tasks. If you've never done something before, it's hard to know how long it will take. Or maybe there are a lot of what-ifs. This past spring, I learned that the length of my nine-year-old's Little League games varied widely based on the skills of the other team's pitchers. Nine-year-olds are still figuring out the pitching thing, and sometimes there would be long innings with lots of walks. And then some really good pitchers would strike out three batters in a row, propelling the game forward with rather ferocious velocity. So time estimation is hard, but it's also really important. As Zoe pointed out, it helps you figure out what you can fit in any given unit of time. If you've got an hour, you can't do four tasks requiring 20 minutes apiece. Frankly, you'll probably have trouble getting through three because switching between tasks takes time. But maybe you could do two 20-minute ones and then two 5-minute ones and emerge on the other side of the hour feeling accomplished. Or you could skip this estimation step and just hope Superman will reverse the earth and turn back time. I'm always amazed by how persistently hopeful people can be. And by hopeful, I mean delusional. People will create to-do lists that are completely unrelated to the amount of time available. You cannot fit 14 hours of tasks into an 8-hour workday. 
This is what leads to people feeling incredibly behind. But it's not about discipline. It's not about talent. It's about physics. In any case, accurate time estimates can help you make more reasonable task lists. They can also help you figure out when to say no or to ask for help. 10 hours of tasks that are due in six hours must be spread over more than one person. And as Zoe points out, accurate time estimates can also help you use bits of time. I have 10 minutes before this call, and I estimate that calling to move an appointment will take five minutes. Bingo. We have a winner. Of course, this raises the question of how we can learn to estimate tasks correctly, or at least get better at this skill. This is one reason I suggest people try tracking their time. You can start to see there in black and white how long things take. It is hard to write down, day after day, that a drive takes 45 minutes and persist in believing it takes 30. You can try, but hopefully rational sorts will respond to a preponderance of evidence. You can also start to see ranges. We do this naturally for some things. For instance, the drive to the airport is 45 to 60 minutes, depending on traffic. You can come up with a range for any variable task. Then budget your time based on the upper limit. If you get lucky, great. You can go find some other stuff to do. But if you hit the top of the range, you're still okay. You can break big tasks down into constituent parts. Preparing a presentation is vague, but you could budget 30 minutes for outlining, another 30 for finding the stats that will help make your case, and an hour or so to make the slides. Build in another hour to practice twice. You can also ask other people. Maybe you've never written this sort of report, but Pete, who used to be on your team, has. Budget 10 minutes to call Pete. See what he says. Of course, Pete might be wrong because, as we've noted, many people are bad at estimation. But his estimate gives you a starting point that you can then revise as you go. And finally, when all else fails, bid high. If Zoe puts down that it will take five minutes to move an appointment, but she calls and the receptionist solves her problem in 30 seconds, she's not going to be unhappy. Whereas if she tells herself it will take one minute, and she tries to slip it in between other things, and then she starts hearing that hold music, and then her manager is calling right at the time she said she would, well, that sounds stressful. So when you're making your to-do lists, be sure to include time estimates. And then, just for fun, add up the estimates. Does this number look like less than the amount you plan to work today? If so, great. If not, time to go back and change something. I promise this will help you feel less busy while getting more done. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 
visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.